Hi, guys. guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Transparency with T. My name is Koju. My name is Emily. And my name is Emma K. If you want to hear the real, get comfortable with tea. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right, all right. So we're back again, guys, with another topic, actually. This topic is actually a recent one. As you guys would know, a lot of students were affected by the recent A-level results that came up. And me and the girls decided to just talk about, to be honest, education system in general, whether it's here, whether it's back home or any other country across the world. We just really wanted to talk about our experience, how we feel about this whole new A-level systematic grading theory and shine some light on it. You ready, ladies? Mm -hmm. Who wants to go first? Let's let's um, I'll, I'll I'll go first. All right, cool. The education system <laughs> did me dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So obviously, I I was meant to get A's and B's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for my GCSE, and the edu- I can't even say it properly because that's how dirty they did me. Education system. They did me so dirty. Wow. So on the day, they decided to be like, oh, um, they moved the grading cap. So let's say you were meant to get um, uh, 46 to get a C mm. and then um, 50 something to get a thing. So the 46, they added four points onto that. Okay. So obviously I was meant to get... Um, so I was meant to just get a C in maths because my maths is not really, you know, too good. Um, but on that day, I was one mark off a C. Uh, so I got a D, right? Yeah. And this literally, like, shattered me because I was just like, oh, my grades, I went from A's to B's and then my B's went to C's. Oh, God. So it was just like, oh. They not inform you guys that this could happen. They informed us on the day. On the day. So I remember even telling my mom my grades, and she was like, oh, my God, you got a a D. And she was like, she even made me feel even worse, because she was like, A, B, C, D. (laughs) D. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, and I just... I just feel like parents, regardless of, you know, think they should still motivate the kids, yeah. to, you know, because mm-hmm. because of that, I thought I would actually not go uni because I, I was like, because obviously they're always screaming about, oh, to get into uni, you need a C, you need a C, like you need a C in a maths and English. Obviously, I got I got a B in English, but obviously my maths was just a fail, like, you know, D, what am I going to do with D? Mm. So... Because of that, I had the fear of um, just, yeah, so I, I I figured the case and I was just, oh, like, now nah, they need to mark it. They need to mark it. So, obviously, they they marked me, first of all, they marked me four marks down. Mm. But then when we took it back, they now said, oh, no, it's one mark. It was one mark mm. away from the C. Mm. And obviously, I wanted to reset it. But then I think at one point, I was just like, oh, I, I really just can't be bothered. Mm. So, yeah. So, I never actually thought I would go to uni. But 
being at uni now it's just it just shows me uh, it just shows me a lot because even when I was in the Netherlands um I had a problem with um my teacher she she wanted it was my my maths teacher as well actually yeah she wanted me to stay a year back meaning instead of going from year three to year four mm. she wanted me to stay back in year three wow and obviously my mom was like no way um, I allow my child to you know at least make her move forward and then maybe um thingy touch up on the the, the maths right mm. And this teacher, she was just on my case. She didn't like me. Like, there was just so much, right? And then, obviously, trans transferring into UK and doing my grades and everything, like, I was very good at, like, like subjects, right? So even when my mom would go to meetings and they'd be like, oh, your daughter's doing so great, da da da, da she was confused because she was like, ah. But in this country they were complaining about how she's not doing good and she should stay in the same year again. Mm. But you guys are saying this, this, this. So that was obviously an issue. So I feel like the education system is there to help, but then it's also there to make people fail. But it depends on who is there to make that person fail. Because sometimes the teacher could make that student fail. Mm. Unless the student does that extra time. But, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> um, so for those that don't know what's actually happening right now in relation to how Emily literally just stated her experience and how things just pop up in the educational system with no, like, information being had. Recently, some students did get their A-level results back. Well, obviously, due to COVID, a lot of them couldn't really... They got marked for 40% down yeah actual grade yeah then actual grade and what even hit the mark is that instead of the government at least letting them have their predicted grades as their results they rather base their results on the area that they live in and Mm. the ethnicity of the area that they live in so if you are like one Mm. of them kids that are on job you actually put effort to your work and you're predicted like a stars and b's and a's and stuff like that if your area um let's say your area's type of um, results are based on the people that live there or the type of jobs that are available there and stuff like that you could actually get thrown down to a d even Mm -hmm. a u if it's possible and Mm -hmm. it's not based on your ability but based on your area and i have a sister actually who will be um sitting her final a-level exams next year and it's just mortifying thinking that i see this girl sitting up at crazy times of the night putting effort in and if this doesn't change now and it follows into next year i could see my sister not being able to go forward with the grade she needs to go to uni Mm. to do so in like what what um emily just said like the education system looks like it's there to help you but then at the same time it's like are you really trying to help me? Are you trying to set me up for a downfall whereby mm-hmm. I can put money into the system to push forward than I really need to? Because mm-hmm. even with university, yeah, you have to pay for your own, technically you pay for your own university fees. Now, mm-hmm. right now, if I go to a uni that, um, if I end up applying for a uni, let's say if um, I my grades and I know my ability can take me into Cambridge, but unfortunately due to this whole COVID, my, the grades that are given to me, I cannot go to Cambridge. Now what do I do? Pay twice as much to go to a private school. 
Mm-hmm. And when I pay twice as much to go to a private school or travel to another country um, to go do a whole university course there, they end up coming to tell me that, what, sorry, those those grades are not equivalent to do this job. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you really, what are you, what path is the government really um, opening for the new generation that actually are on job? Because I'm actually surprised that this generation are actually on job when it comes to school, you know. Bearing in mind, yeah. I know they're doing a madness on social media, but they're actually on job when it comes to schooling. Well, for the mm-hmm. people that my sister surrounds herself with, I'm actually surprised compared to my generation. We were living our best life in school. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were living our best. And I feel like it's so unfair. And I don't understand what benefit they get from it. Like, at least I'm following your system, you get. I'm following your system. I'm doing your exam. Some of the things that I will revise was not even in the damn exam, but I was mm-hmm. still doing. So the little respect I need is if I can't go to school because of this illness I didn't bring, respect me by at least giving me what I was predicted because that's that prediction is my effort. So mm-hmm. allow me mm-hmm. to take my effort and move forward in life so mm-hmm. I can pay the taxes you want me to pay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, at this point, I can't pay no taxes if I have to now pay do crazy job do crazy job just to be able to get to a damn university now what mm-hmm. happens right now if young men that actually aspire to be great people can't pay for private schooling and have to now turn to crime to try and get private schooling mm. what would the government now come and say mm-hmm. it's corona's fault are you serious right now the corona <laughs> stop your hand from signing the paper and even yeah and even i even saw like on twitter or whatever that um they now have to pay for them to resit and then obviously so that was going around but then i think the got like the government have come back and said that oh no like you can resit you can resit three times like the school have to pay for you to resit um but obviously that after the fair time if it, you obviously thingy then you have to pay it yourself but even when you look at it just to sit one exam is like a hundred and something pounds what yeah but it's not even just the money in this instance as well it's also the the emotional trauma i don't want to say trauma but that whole thing of preparing for an exam for me i hate exams Mm. like if it's objectives, yeah, I'm a bit like, oh, you know, you do the whole elimination method, but at the same time, you still want to get good grades, no? Mm-hmm. But it's just that whole thing of, what if I read this and this doesn't come out? And, you know, having to think that you get it done the first time and then you, you probably don't get, you know, get through and then you get, have to get it done a second time. Like, it, it can get really depressing. Come of on. course. It can mess up your mental health. Yeah. yeah, like, what if your grade is lower than the one that they even gave they you? Even exactly. Gave- oh. yeah. right, 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 they right. really need to fix up what they're doing and make it make sense. But, told you, I know that some of your schooling experience wasn't here. What was, like, schooling experience, like, back in, like, Nigeria? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, um... My schooling experience was, I mean, I was quite caged, so it was literally just at home school. But anyway, in um, more of the educational system, it was, I mean, when you're in, because we have, well, probably the same here anyway, but we have like primary and secondary school, right? Mm -hmm. And then the SS3, which I think is the form, is it form six or the last one? Yeah, Yeah, sixth form. Yeah, that one. Um. So 
primary school, you obviously get that done. If you're in primary five, you can get your exams done to go into secondary school, which is high school. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school or secondary school, you have like the first three years and then you have to do kind of like, you do an exam, but it's kind of like a mock exam. Okay. Um, which you obviously, I think we paid for or yeah, parents paid for. Um, and then you go into like the higher, so it's like GS1 to GS3 and then SS1 to SS3. Um, they do have, I think the cut of mark is per state or by whatever state you're in or determined by whatever university you're going to. Really and truly, I'm not even going to lie here because I don't remember, my parents were still here, this, but <laughs> because I kind of had my mindset on I'm coming here after school, I didn't really put in as much effort as I, as I was supposed to into like final exams. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, obviously, there's one that we do, which is the WIAC and the NECO. The NECO, most people just tend to like, just, you know, overlook it. But the WIAC is like major. Um, and it's not so bad. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's actually not so bad. Um, and then after doing that, you get into, into uni, you know. So I didn't really pay attention to like the NECO and I did the WIAC because that's what the result was. Um, the exam, however, that I would say was a bit everywhere was JAM, um, because I had to do that, you know, when I was going to get into uni, I was apparently too young, I think I was 15, so they were like, oh, you're too young, you have to come back, so I had to come back, to go back to Nigeria and spend another year, so I went to Babcock University, um, and the JAM exam wasn't You say so... you were... Sorry? You were 15? Yeah. And you were going to university. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Africa, Africa is mad. Like people go to university at like 13. <laughs> yeah. I was I oh, was done what? with secondary school. I was gonna get into uni at 15. And they're like, well, I mean, they can take me on, but I'm I'm too young. So I had to come back when I was 16. But even when I came back when I was 16, it was a bit like that's a bit, you know. So I had to do like one year, sort of like A levels, but still at the uni. And then if I did well, I, I, um, I was to go into second year. But if I didn't really do well, then I was to go back into first year. So it would have been A le- the A-levels, first year, second year. But obviously I did well. So I just went A-level straight into second year. <laughs> and then oh. I was done quick time. But anyway, um, so to be honest, I, don't, I think it's really different because in Nigeria, like, it's just set. Like, they just have that set, like, right from time. You know the cutoff mark for that you're expecting like it doesn't it doesn't just change before time it keeps changing like every time yeah i mean i mean it does change but it's not it's not not expected if that makes sense like you kind of know what you're working to before you go to the exam hall right Mm -hmm. so and oftentimes i'm not even gonna lie because of the way the education system is quite i don't think quite good but like they teach you well right Mm -hmm. in nigeria However, the cutoff mark for like some universities or like in general is quite low and you're like, you know, okay. <laughs> um, for some people, obviously it depends on like your intelligence level anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is quite low in some states and it's quite high in some states. And then mm-hmm. again, like I said, it depends on the university that you're going going to. Um yeah. so I think it's slightly balanced in Nigeria in terms of like these results and whatnot and whatnot and getting your results is not as hard because your school does that for you like secondary school does that for you so you know you don't have to go through all of that 
um, stress. The only thing now that I would say the education system in Nigeria wasn't so great is actually getting into a university, right? Mm. Um, so in terms of like fees or being able to afford or, you know, when you do get into university, having lecturers that are just, you know, yeah. That don't yeah. like you and trying to do <laughs> yeah because I remember like hmm well not name not to name names but I remember when I was in Babcock right I never thought that I would experience that but um mm. I remember like because it's a Christian university right and yeah so you I was think in, everyone's civilized yeah and I was just in the uni like I'm just doing this and I'm going I did I did not you can ask my best friend I did not care what mark or score I got I still used to read for exams, but not as much. And then um, I remember, like, you know, there was this lecturer, and he's like, I think in class sometimes, he's like, oh, see me after, so, so, after class. No, I'm and I'm not. thinking, what? No. <laughs> so I went. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, I'm okay? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going home. No, no I, I'm I think, home. yeah, no, it had to do with, it had to do with a test. Yeah, it had to do with a, with a test, because I didn't really do well. Because then again, like I said, I wasn't bothered, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to go alone considering everything that I know about, you know, lecturers. So Christian Uni or no, I really don't care. So I went with a friend of mine who was in like 300 level, I think, then. Mm-hmm. And now I know, then I didn't even know, but he was a prony in a cult. But I didn't know. And, oh, um, yeah. you know, and he, he, now I knew, like after getting out of the school, like he used to, in code protect me so I was just friends based oh. on friends but it was a case of no one could come near me or do anything because of him I know that's that's just another story for another day but anyway so I went with wow. this friend and we were outside the man's office and we're just you know playing and chatting and like and I and this man's like oh come in I'm gonna see you now and I went in and he was like that's how you be destroying your life walking around with man I'm thinking I don't I don't get it how how does me talking to a friend affect you and then Mm -hmm. he told this guy to stay outside right Mm -hmm. and he just changed the whole conversation and was counseling me about hey you're supposed to you'll be walking around with small boys when there are bigger men outside walking around with small boys I'm thinking what (laughs) did I ask I'm thinking what and he's like that's how you guys, you girls destroy your life. That's how come. And there were people then who were so embarrassed, right? And then I went back to, to my whole, and my friend was like, what's going on? What happened? And I was like, oh, nothing, nothing. He's like, I heard you. Like, I heard this guy shouting. Mm. And I was like, nothing. He's like, yeah, you, I know you wouldn't say anything because you know I am going to, we're going to deal with him if we find him outside. I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying nothing. 100%. So I got back to my hall and this man calls me and he's like, I told you to come meet me and you're coming with, um, with, an, with another person. Did I tell you to come alert? I'm like, bro. Mm-hmm. And this is me at 15. So if I was like very, very naive, right, I would have just gone based off of, you know. So anyway, so that happened and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to come another time in with the fact that I literally, you know, I think we're about to end the session I'd already um, concluded plans on me coming to the UK. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I like just, you know, doing all of that. And then I traveled and my friend was telling me how he was asking after me, like, he hasn't seen me. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, so this girl just played me. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> I feel like for like Nigerian universities, the major thing is just, you know, lecturers that tend to... um 
you know, bug ladies or I, I think even for, for some guys, you know, it works out that way. But um, in the government government side of it, I, I don't not that I know of, to be honest. Um, aside from like maybe the facilities, the facilities are very, very bad, very mm. bad. Like you're doing exams in halls where you have to sit on like benches or like um you have to turn like um blocks i don't know if you know you know the block they used to build houses like in nigeria and stuff mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sitting like on that yeah like bricks exactly turning that into chairs to sit on oh, wow. you know and if it's raining like just sorting yourself out it's crazy you know and the level of cheating oh my god like you can buy exam answers <laughs> And there's this thing called like special center. So I think they get like the, the exam questions in advance. <laughs> and oh, like, man. yeah, like, you know, some people writing exams for other people. Um, How you, know. can, you see, that's, that's <laughs> one thing I, I've always wanted to know. How mm. can somebody write an exam for you? Because especially yes, if you're a student, like mm. how would they allow you into the 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 student room? Like, into the so exam hall. Some, sometimes, well, okay. From what I know, I don't just you know just what I've heard anyway. Um, some invigilators have like connections with these people, so if you just pay them, obviously silk ball comes down to like bribery and corruption, right? So if you just pay the invigilators, then you know they let you through. Sometimes some people just kind of sneak in, you know. And obviously, if you have the details of whoever you're writing for, that's all you need. Because you, you don't necessarily attach a picture to the, the exam question or the exam paper. Does that make sense? You only okay. just need, like, the registration number or the jump number and, you know, the name and stuff like that. So, and if you're a guy, you're writing for a guy and it's your name, no one's really going to question it, you know? Mm-mm-mm. So, so yeah, I, I guess, like, people have their ways. Um yeah <laughs> that's the nigerian system from my side of view, from my point of view from what yeah. i know you yeah. know so crazy yeah. wow so wait how how was it obviously because obviously you've you come from nigeria to uk like do you think here's more stricter in terms of like educational or um i won't say here they they are a bit more organized strict um because obviously I came in I came straight into uni so I would I really wouldn't know what it's like in terms of like the high school side of it no but like from your uni side because obviously oh okay yeah so from my uni side I feel I feel the difference is here in the UK you're allowed to express yourself you're allowed Mm -hmm. to um it's like, for example, if you if I write an exam or a test um, and I feel like I haven't done right or I feel like the, the, the lecturer hasn't marked me right, you know, mm-hmm. I can go back and say, you know what, I don't think this is right. I'd like to argue this. You can't do that in Nigeria, <laughs> you know, or if you could, you have to have like some power that be, you know, access the power that be to let that happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to, if the lecturer is not opposing, but here it's it's easy, you know. Do you know what? Oh, I don't think I read. I did really well. I like to have a review, and at the same time, you can easily go to like your lecturers and you know just say, okay, 
aside from uni work, I'm having a bit of problem regarding so, 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 so that's affecting my work. So this is why this and this and this, you know. Like, um, is it my, 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 my drinks or something like that? Like a mentorship yeah, they're cool. type they're thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have that, you know. Um, like I said, I only went to uni for like a year in Nigeria, so I never experienced any of that. I think they do have it, but obviously it's a case of if you go, your your story is probably going to be around. <laughs> it's not yeah. it's not as confidential as you would as, want it to be, you know. Yeah. And the learning environment as well. In Nigeria, I, I went to the library once. And I didn't even go to read. I literally just went in because I wanted to see how it was before leaving the school. But, you know, there are people that do go to the library, but, you know, other people barely do because the resources aren't exactly great. Mm. You know, I mean, Emily, when we were in UH, bro, we were always, the library was like our second home. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, the library was like a second home. We were always at the library. You know, yeah. even if you're not studying sometimes, you're just dead. like, oh, I'm going to chill at the library. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's, 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 it's just a lot of things. And I, I, I saw that whole thing as well of, like, inclusion or activities that are not just, like, um, you know, school, school, school. But at the same time, they have a hint of that. So it's like having fairs, you know, um, or... Yeah, I I feel I, I think it's just like expression, like letting the letting the students express themselves, you know, or have that voice. And violence in Nigerian universities, oh my god, yeah, like autism and stuff is crazy. Yeah. 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 Education is something we all need to prey on the educational system, because one day, one day we will all give birth. Hmm. Hmm. We'll tell our kids, guys, it's good to get some education so it can help you get a good job and settle you down where you don't have to be reliant on you know things that always have a 50 because you know like with african parents they always feel like as long as you have a good education Mm. no matter how far you may go in life you can always have that to just push you up a bit higher Mm -hmm. even if even if it's to the basic level of college or you know so we really need to pray on the government for the government and what they're doing with education and to be honest this country in general um because they're playing about they're trying to use this corona to do more than they really need to if i'm very because i'm hearing that now we're in a recession and everything (laughs) so yeah we really need everybody's very thingy on how they want to spend their money yeah 100% people are even telling people listen if you have money in your bank take it out (laughs) And yeah somewhere before you go and see your ten thousand you've been saving it comes down to shoot four thousand yeah. goes away so um yeah we really need to pray about this country the government that god should just give boris some wisdom yeah. <laughs> not easy being a president you know and as a president uh, who? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's not easy being a prime minister because do you know what people think oh you just um, give orders and it's calm yeah mm. but it's more than that and obviously this is his first time like the same way our parents when it was their first time giving birth they were learning on the job and that's just how mm. it is yeah. Uh, yeah to leave us off of that guys is there anything else mm. about tonight 
No, but I mean, you can you can speak about how maybe you didn't want to go uni or. Yeah, I was gonna say that you know, like okay, because you can still encourage somebody. Yeah, yeah, like being here in the UK, like you, you could just be like, oh, after high school, that's it. Like I don't want to go uni. But in Nigeria, it's kind of like you have to do masters as well. Okay, (laughs) well for me, I actually, mm, to be honest, growing up, I did have the whole image that I did want to go to uni. I wanted to graduate, like have my car in uni, like the whole vision we have when we're like 15 years old. Um, But I feel like my mind started to change when I got the choice of a career taken out of my hands. And that's when I was really deep in like, do I have to go uni? Because um, I was very amped up. Like when I knew the career path I wanted to get into, I was so amped up to go to uni. But I felt like when having that choice taken off of me really made me analyse what is the benefit of university? Not only just because of what I'm learning, but down to the cost, down to the after I graduate, where am I going? Mm-hmm. Um, and just reflecting on is uni even for me in the first place? Because besides me just getting a nine to five job, that can pay bills what is my actual purpose here because you know some people can actually go to university yeah bang out get first class but what they do with their life has nothing to do with what they studied mm-hmm. like god can just drift them far away like somewhere far where they can get even more income than the educational than than, than the course that they studied mm-hmm. um so it did get to a point like i even prayed to god and i said god yeah i right, cool, say no more i'm gonna apply for university um, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do what I have to do uh, just to, you know, do this university thing everybody's doing. And mm-hmm. I don't even know if you guys know, but I applied for the course that I studied. Well, let's say I partially studied that because, you know, like, for instance, when you're in sixth form or college, you can use health and social care to get into child nursing, nursing, midwifery mm-hmm. and all of those health. Yeah. Courses, right? So I was doing health and social care um, and I applied for five different unis across the UK right five five different unis across the uk like apparently even my teacher told me that my um what's that thing that you have to type up it's like a cover letter what's it called again oh ucas yeah the thing you upload on ucas yeah yeah um she was like it's actually really good coming from me and i was like all right (laughs) thanks but she was like it's really really good and i was like thanks guys all five unis declined me for different reasons some will say we are full another one will say uh, your grade another one would say that i'm thinking god this doesn't make sense it's not even one uni mm-hmm. and i didn't actually apply for clearing at that point i just felt like maybe uni is just not for me because this doesn't make sense who applies for a uni and gets declined by all five at the time i didn't know that people had gone through that but for me i was just like no that didn't make sense that's not normal and then what well, a university popped out of nowhere and just said hey we're doing clearing for these courses do you want to join mm. and i was just like okay cool but I was still praying and I was just like, God, is uni for me? So right now, as we speak, I did go to uni. I did uh, a first year in Greenwich University doing health and well-being. Basically, because I couldn't do midwifery, it kind of just like took my heart it off. Put you it. Off, yeah. it put me off of it. So I said, you know what? I've got health and social care course. Let me do something that can help the community or something like that. Even if it's a community, uh, I don't know, health and well-being advisor or something like that whatever the case may be let me just go and do it in it so i did that a year then they told me i failed one or two units this Mm. is where 
God, I was really like asking God, what am I doing here? Because there were a few girls in my class who failed units but went to second year and just repeated. But with me, they told me to repeat the whole thing again. Mm. I said, are you serious? What if I failed the ones I passed? <laughs> what if I actually failed the ones I passed? And then you will come and tell me to reset again or will you just kick me out? Mm. So I said, okay, cool. So I was like, fine. And I prayed to God and I was like, God, first of all, my choice for career path was taken from me. And I said that if I go and follow so-called parents to go and do this, you better bless me in a different way. <laughs> but I'm following your word and it says respect your parents. So cool. So when I saw all of this happening, I went in, I repeated the first year again. So that's now technically two years in uni. Mm -hmm. um, and the one unit that I know, I, I remember I said, I don't want to fail a unit I already passed. Hmm. Mm -hmm. For them to come and tell me I failed the unit I passed, I said, I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm mm. legit coming back. I'm not coming back to uni. I'm not. And I made that decision. I actually took a gig, I took a gap year from uni and I was working um, at H&M. I was working at H&M and to be honest, it was good. But then I was like, you know what, yeah, I want to be able to toss the hat. Now it rather became, let me just do it to toss the hat. It wasn't my heart anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I applied, guys. I got into Kingston University to do business management and then the last year abroad. Mm. Right. I got in, got accepted, time to enroll for student finance to come and tell me, oh, I'm so sorry, but you have to pay your first year by yourself because you technically did two years in Greenwich and we only can cover four years and your yeah. new course is basically three years. That's what I happened said, to me. What? <laughs> I said, oh, how and guys, it was literally two days before the university have to get their first one third of the school fees. I said, how am I going to go walk into Halifax and say, can I have a 10 grand loan, please? Like, that's just not going to make sense. And I was like, God, what do I do? Because I'm trying to follow the path that seems so normal. What do I do? Because literally all I have is a health and social care degree and plenty of schooling and work experience and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And God was just like, do you know what? Yeah, just leave it. Just, just like literally leave it. I may not be working in the best comfortable place right now, but in a sense, I'm happy that, mm -hmm. I didn't have to keep pushing myself to a point where I may not as be as comfortable as I am now mm. because by his grace, after that time, I was just bit, pretty much lost because I was just working in a normal store and I've seen all my friends tossing their hats, catching when they fall, they catch their hats. <laughs> then, the mother, then the mother, the mother will be wearing the little gown as well. And I'll be like, how my father, <laughs> where's my destination? And then yeah. that's when the door of ministry started opening. And, you know, through ministry, people bless you and stuff mm. like that. And I was just like, rah, like, I didn't have to get a degree to be blessed like this. I didn't have to do so much to be blessed like this. So I'm not going to, I'm not advising people just because you don't like uni, don't do uni. No, if you know you can go through the process of uni, go through it. But before you do anything, even to please parents, consult God first because he might have, another way for you because just deep it when i first when i first got declined five times and i said i'm not going to uni i don't even know what doors god would have opened for me then but because i just wanted to throw the hat and make parents proud mm. i was just getting myself into more like pain of knowing that i'm failing i'm putting effort but i'm failing i'm putting effort in but i'm failing so university has its ways of blessing life 
but being able to realize where you want to go or knowing that where you're supposed to go university can also be a place where you don't really need to go to if you don't go to uni please don't look down on yourself there's a when one door closes another one does what it opens so I don't have a degree May, do I want to ever get a degree mm, of course it's all then why not we'll jump for it it provides the manis let's go <laughs> but I would just say that even for like secondary school I won't lie yeah the grades I got me I deserved it me I would like <laughs> I was one of them kids that was living my best life but I would say uni got me more because when I realized that my GCSEs my GCSEs are good but they could be better let's just say mm. um when I realized that I had to do too much extra things that like, you know like when you go to the airport you have the people that can just go straight pump then you have to go through all oh, security check yeah that mm. was my friendship group and I was just like bro so I took uni as a jump like I'm gonna make it mm. you see what I'm saying like I'm gonna make it I'm gonna throw my hat like everybody else and tell everybody like yo if you want to do it you can do it so I would just say like know what you want to do mm. university it's not by force tell your mother and father it's not by force tell your mm-hmm. it's not by force it's all about if you just know what you're gonna do like i always said to myself just to finish up here because i've been talking for long um like with my kids i would tell my kids university is great university is wonderful but i want you to understand even if you go to uni or not you know what you're doing after Mm. and the thing is as parents too instead of just pushing your child to go to university research with them where this course that they're going to pay thousands for 10 years from now is really going to will they really be able to afford to pay the bills back Mm. sit down and research if your child says mom i want to be i want to do architecture yeah sit Mm -hmm. architect sorry my jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) sit down with your child Sit down with your child and research what doors can my daughter start to walk into now with the university degree. Mm-hmm. You know, so they know that they have that support, not just mom, I'm upstairs doing my assignments. Okay, that's fine. I'll bring mm-hmm. it in. That's not, that not support. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I'll always let my child know that there's apprenticeships, guys. Mm-hmm. And some people who have apprenticeships move further than even those who have university degrees. Mm-hmm. So be very, very careful in what you choose to go with. Because now that this education system is doing higgy hugger, please look after yourselves mentally and emotionally when you're picking your educational paths. And make sure it makes sense to you and you alone. Don't do it for anybody else. If God tells you do it a certain way, fine. But besides that, don't do it for anybody else. Because your sense of mind and peace of mind is important. Yes. <laughs> I think just to if it's, it's, yeah, it's probably recording for a long time, but wait, speak louder. Um, I said, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I said just to uh, um, just to kind of add on. It's also a case where um, you've you've kind of said everything, but be patient with yourself as well, because mm-hmm. in regards to what Amy K said, when I finished um, when I finished uni, it was a case of it's it's what's expected. Like, I finish uni, I do my master's, possibly do a PhD, start working, get married. Like, there's just that, you know, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And I remember I finished uni, I did the course that I wanted, which is mass communication. 
but I, I didn't give myself time to think on what I wanted to do for masters and I was in that space of oh I'm in that uh, educational phase of being able to read and go library so let me just do it now yeah and in that same year of finishing uni I went on to do my master's so I keep telling people now I have a master's in marketing which if you ask me about it yeah you know I can do it but I don't love it like I don't see myself wanting to use it as a as a degree I remember when I was looking for jobs I I used to see at marketing manager roles I'm just like Ugh, no <laughs> you know but it's just it's just there I just have a degree but I know that I'm not in, I'm not gonna enjoy using it or doing it you know so what's the point so yeah so I'll just say as well like have patience with yourself and when you when you listen listen very well to God mm. you know don't just try to follow because it's it's a pattern that you have to complete you know mm-hmm. so yeah that's it okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Emily you got any last words <laughs> um my my last words is just don't feel pressure to do like to go uni like for me I I felt like I was pressured but mm-hmm. then it got to a point when I was ready to go and obviously I can see that I I've worked hard towards that now like even to the point where I had to pay for my first year and I literally like you could see that okay like nah Emily Emily's like serious and that's the thing when you're ready you're ready and you'll know you're ready Mm. but don't rush don't get rushed to be ready and then you fail and then you'll just be like oh how would this people people think don't live for people but live for you because at the end of the day you're the one that's going to live in your own house you're the one that's going to have that job you're the one that's going to have different things to do yourself so yeah just just keep Mm. praying and god will guide you okay guys thank you thank you thank you thank you very much this brings us to the end of today's podcast i hope you guys enjoyed yourselves if you guys have any questions dilemmas or even any topics you want us to talk about please send them to our email at arcs twt at outlook.com that is a-s-k-t-w-t at outlook.com from myself emily and toju we want to say, Bye. God bless you. Bye. Bye.